Forgotten Flicks remembers Munchies, 1987. Sweetwater, a new and inviting desert community. Violation! This is going to be a great day. Filled with kind and loving families. But I am your stepson. I don't know, I was treated you like it was, didn't I? With mature and responsible teenagers. And then, one day... Did you hear something? Something odd appeared. Paul, this is incredible. Exactly what they are is uncertain. I'm South American cockroach, Dad. I'm out of here. Their origins are somewhat hazy. It's an alien. Maybe an illegal alien. And while their manner can be quite charming... So cute. Can't we take him out of the bag now? Their habits can be a little bizarre. Paul, not so rough. I haven't done anything yet. <laughs> Gross. But you'd better treat them right. You're not laughing anymore, are you, pal? Because they're not necessarily nice. <laughs> Munchies. Hello, welcome to Forgotten Flicks, where we remember the movies you grew up with. I am Joel, and this fine, fine evening, afternoon, morning, whenever you're listening, I am joined by two stellar podcasters, two guys who sat through munchies for me, (laughs) Daryl and Peter. Hi. Hi. (laughs) <laughs> uh, thank you very much. I want to thank my mother, who always supported me through the good and the bad times. And were the, were the bad times watching certain Gremlins knockoffs? Yeah, I will not confirm that I might have cried a little bit because I had to watch <laughs> this, maybe, just a little bit. Just, just remember one thing. The important thing to remember is this was Joel's choice. It was. Oh, yes, I, repeat that. I, I own it. However, I still think it's debatable whether or not it were <laughs> even for the t- one two shot of Can't Buy Me Love and Some Girls. Oh, come on. <laughs> uh, oh, some girls, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the important thing to remember is. What? This was Joel. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to do the, the obnoxious wannabe lawyer thing where I'll try to deflect <laughs> any true responsibility. Yeah, no, this was definitely my pick. This was a movie that I remember watching with my sister. <laughs> I can't even remember how many times. This is in weird science or like there was several movies we watched multiple times. But these two, for some reason, I had them all but memorized when I was in. Can I, can I interject for one second? You you watched you wanted to watch this, yes. but yet you did not watch Girls Just Want to Have Fun. That's, I'm just going to throw that out I there. did. I watched Girls Just Want to Have Fun. I know, but you did not jump I, to watch it. It was not something that you wanted to watch. Yeah, I just... Uh, but you yeah. wanted to watch this. Yeah, because this is this movie. Uh, okay, so just so everybody's up to date, those of that have listened will be familiar with our sort of anti-format where... <laughs> Every, it seems week to week, I'm like, hey, guys, let's try it this way. Nah, that ain't working, even though no one's complaining or gives a crap. But let's try it this way. So if you're new to the show, here's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I think we will do a, an overall review 
of the movie. Our opinion, just whether it's worth watching, not worth watching, and 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 high level why. We're not going to give away any spoilers in that first bit, and hopefully that won't last more than ten, maybe fifteen minutes. Then, <laughs> Daryl, <laughs> Captain Cynic, Captain Cynical, he and Peter and I will review it and give you our take on the movie. So if you actually give a crap whether or not we think this movie would be worth watching. And then you can decide at that point, do you want to stay after the music cue, which will be more than likely the Vestron theme music, because that's what I have queued up right now. And we will go into then nuts and bolts and picking the movie apart. So if you, if we determine, we say it's really not worth watching and go ahead and listen to the spoilers, because it doesn't matter then, you know, you'll know you can or not. I'd say, (laughs) even if we decide it is worth watching for whatever silly C and D related nostalgia reasons, basically that's where I'm coming from. Uh, it still probably will not hurt it at all if you had the crap spoiled out of it. So, that being said, gentlemen, yeah. would you like to start your engines and review Munchies? Yes, I do. But if I don't get nothing to eat, I'm going to pass out. Oh, how's my baby dude doing? Oh, fine, fine, just fine. One thing I'll never know, though, honey, is why you agreed to adopt that worthless kid when you left that no contest of yours. I don't know. I guess I just felt sorry for him because he was so ugly and stupid. That line, when it came, because here's the thing. Again, this is a movie I, I hadn't seen since I was 11, 12 years old, except for one time. I saw it maybe eight to 10 years ago, but it's almost like I have zero recollection of that rewatch. It's probably the trauma. And I I blocked that out. But I, as I was rewatching it, there were certain moments and lines I remembered for whatever reason, my sister and I thought that was the funniest thing ever. I remember replaying that part over and over again. And it wasn't until this time, though, that I finally caught what he says to her. It's very quiet. It's under the the sound of the truck almost. Like, you can't make it out. But he says, I never, I never understood why you agreed to adopt that worthless kid when you left that no-account cousin of yours. Mm. Translation... <laughs> Dude may in fact be the product of Southern Lovin'. <laughs> it's just called that. Yes. Yeah. Which is Ugly seemed, and stupid. Yeah. And then did you catch the, the part where the, the cop, the, the sheriff uh Big Ed hinted at if she keep falling on top of him that something gonna happen. Yes. And yes. he won't be responsible for her. That's true. Caught that. I caught that. Yeah, there were several moments. And what I love is this yeah. was a this was a Roger Corman produced kids movie. Okay. Now, uh, Peter, do you have a quick little synopsis, or do you want me to give you the glorious one provided by IMDb? <laughs> is there one? <laughs> oh, oh, there's a couple, but the, my favorite is the one where the guy or girl, um, well, actually, it's probably a safe bet to assume it's a guy based on the name, but obviously never watched this movie. Right. Oh, give it. We used that <clears throat> synopsis this time. A boy inadvertently breaks three important rules concerning his new pet. And unleashes a horde of malevolently mischievous monsters on a small town. Well, at the be- basically, he just described gremlins. Yes. gremlins. The yep. munchies are wait wait. The munchies are back and bigger than ever. Do you remember uh, the munchies I- when you were a kid? Well, now the munchies are here. They are back. Don't let the munchies make you uh, make you the munchie. And this is three point five, which I'm guessing was the rating, but the way it works, it, it wrote, they wrote it out as three point five hours of family fun. Mm. Now, uh, uh, now the synopsis that precedes that one says Simon Waterman, 
played by Harvey Keitel. I added that part. A space <laughs> a space archaeologist discovers the munchies in a cave in Peru. Cecil Waterman, Simon's evil twin brother and snack food entrepreneur, kidnaps the creature. What Cecil does not know is that the creature, when chopped up, regenerates into many new creatures. And are they mean? Oh my God! He actually watched the movie. The, the first person did the well. Actually, the first one, a- according to the first synopsis, that was actually written by Concord New Horizons and used with permission. Translation: The company that put this movie out—that's their synopsis. Uh, what? That the first the one? First one you, the no, no, first no, one no, 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 no. Theirs was the second one. Oh, okay. the, we started with Simon Waterman. A boy inadvertently breaks three important rules. That was written by someone who I'll just leave nameless because. You can look it up for yourself, folks. That's just. Yeah. I, I don't like, did up. you? I know he, he basically watched Gremlins and yes. said, "This is close enough." It's the same thing. It's the same thing. Yes, but it's essentially a Gremlins uh, homage. Okay, I wrote, I wrote Gremlins ripoff. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. And there were several of these, right? There was yeah. Critter. Critters is probably the biggest, and in my opinion, the best. And the most uh, spinoffs of that, like they. Sure. How many? Yep. Oh, four or five at four least. Five, yeah. yeah. So four I pretty four at least. Yeah. So there was critters, go, uh, munchies, ghoulies. I think was meant to be a Gremlins knockoff, even though it, it has a different take on the whole thing. But I mean, it, ghoulies was. They tried, and I and it's not great. I, I would argue as a movie, it's probably better than munchies, but it's <laughs> and I like uh, John Carl Beekler's effects in that. It's just it's not. Critters just has a something about it that I really like. I just it has that fifties B movie quality that I think all the other knockoffs missed. Now the one to me that is the worst. Somebody had commented that they thought Munchies was the worst of the knockoffs. I always thought Hobgoblin, which uh, MST three K they spoofed that in one of their shows. They they, oh, yeah. they, they ripped into it. They lampooned it, but it, it was. That's, I mean, uh, they, without those guys making fun of it, that's borderline unwatchable. So. <laughs> And I mean, you're probably thinking, as if Munchies was not. Mm-hmm. This didn't even have a budget. They don't even tell you what the budget. Oh, I had enough of a budget. They had Harvey Corman. So I, I guess let's go. Let's go right into. <laughs> let's go right into your reviews of this movie. So, uh, Peter, hmm. this time let's go ahead and start with with you. Just a just kind of a quick little a summary of your feelings and thoughts about Munchies and whether or not you feel it's worth remembering or if we should just forget it. Well, you do and, that while and, I keep drinking, and and okay. while da- while uh, uh, Daryl continues to indulge in rum. Mm-hmm. Mm. Let's see my feelings about this. The important thing to remember is, <laughs> <laughs> and that's Peter's review. <laughs> Thanks, no, Peter. No, I, I no, I I, <laughs> I I I can't say that I didn't enjoy myself watching it because I did, uh, and I did laugh out loud at a couple of. Moment. Wait, wait did, it, did you laugh out loud at this moment? He's gonna take that from no American Motors car. Head for the hills, mama. Let him have guns. Let him have guns. In my day. Yeah, that old lady was not an old lady. It wasn't? No. No. Really? No. Hmm. No. Head for the hills, mama. <laughs> hey, we have a guest star on the show. How are you? How was it doing that movie? It was fascinating. The uh, director he uh, he really he really provided lots of motivation for my. <laughs> Good God! Did they gargle with gravel? Oh, oh. 
<clears throat> How the hell do you do that voice? I don't know. I mean, to be fair, <laughs> all he did was he would say, get in a booth and go, Head for the hills, mama. Yeah. So. <laughs> did, did you catch the Pepe Le Pew sounding one? Oh, oh yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Coming into you, darling. Yeah, yeah. Coming into you, darling. Yes. And then there was the, oh, and I, my favorite was at the beginning. I was watching it. My wife was doing something else, but sort of humoring my humoring me by sitting there and she and she and, we, and she goes oh so yeah this is like gremlins.com and then it was the first time that they're with arnold and and you hear him go Amigo. and it was so gizmo i mean it wasn't even like so they tried gizmo. to hide oh, oh, no i'm, I'm surprised know. there was not a special guest voice appearance by howie mandel <laughs> <laughs> yeah it could so, have been more obvious than that. Okay. Just notice how Peter's not telling I was about to say, so Peter, back to your review. <laughs> Answer the question. Your, your critique of munchies. <laughs> okay, let's just jump right to it. Would you say for you, is it worth remembering? And if you say that, then you have to say why. And <laughs> Or should we just forget it? Uh, uh, well, if you're a kid, I suppose, yeah. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> Did you see this when it when it was originally out, or is this the first time you've seen this? This is actually the first. I think I've seen small snippets here and there, but this is the first time I've seen it in its entirety. Wow! Yeah, I'm sorry. And I was like, I was like, I, was, I, I looked at the watch at one point, and I was, I was 33 minutes in. Still on, I huh? still don't. And I wrote, and I still don't know what to think of this movie. <laughs> so, so we need to find a middle ground, is what you're saying between worth remembering and forget it. Yes. So how about worth forgetting? <laughs> I mean, it's one person in the movie that I, I mean, two people I would think is worth remembering. Well, yeah. Mavis? I mean, they're, they're or Melvis? What was her name? Melvis. Melvis. Oh, and, and Cindy? Could it be Cindy? <laughs> I was, or, Nadine or Dude. Was, Nadine. Was Nadine. Great. And Nadine, what the hell is her name? Nadine. Oh, oh, Nadine Vander. Vanderveld. Yes, we'll get into her. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on, hold on. Wait, wait. Beep, 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 beep. Back it up the truck. We will get into her career. Yes. Momentarily. The family. This is a family. So you you give it a tenuous worth remembering. Yeah. I mean, it's... uh, as I said, it had me laugh out loud at a couple of moments. So, And and there are some things and people in it that makes it worth okay. checking out okay but uh, again the important thing to remember is <laughs> this was joel's choice i i own it i own i mean i don't own the movie although i used to i guess i kind of do i downloaded it so yeah i own it now uh but i own my decision that's what i'm saying i own my decision mm-hmm. so daryl yes what is your 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 review your 50 cent review um i can each change back because it's not even you're going to give me some change back? Okay. So yeah, your, your, your 22 cent review. Um, it was, it was a film. <laughs> <laughs> you could tell that they did shoot this film. They did do With it. Film. Okay. There were, okay. So we've established a, this is a film a, exhibit. A, it is a film. And they actually had Harvey Corman. Harvey like Corman. Not, not can I tell if that's what I said earlier. I just realized, I think I said Corman. Look at you. They yeah, actually well, have Harvey Corman in it. I mean, Corman. I could believe it. Yeah. In two parts. In two parts of that. Yeah. That, that that's something. That's called doubling your money. They got yeah. That was a BOGO option <laughs> right there, but that's buy one, get one right there. There was no, a I mean, last, 
there is a laughter of this shit. Like this movie of this, we, this is so bad. I can't believe we're doing this. Yeah. Kind of tone to it, which the character, the actors, uh, Nadine and Charlie got it. Like they were basically like, this is just funny. I don't, yeah. I don't know why. And then it seems like in the last half, someone, the director said, uh, Roger Corman yelled at them and said, listen, <laughs> this is a movie. This is good. This is your career. Acting like that, and then they got a little serious, but it was too late because the movie's terrible. Whoa! Okay, so for you, you say, are you saying worth remembering? Um, uh, it's worth remembering, so I can hold it over Joel's head. Got it okay. for the rest of his life. Okay, okay, that's that's fair. Yeah, yeah, but the Hollow Doctor's in it. Yeah, yes, Rob Robert uh, Picardo. Yes, should have listened to. Oh, okay, that's it. Yeah, that's actually the other one that I was like, really, I forgot he was in. What? What? Yeah, uh, he owed favors. <laughs> I, I, that's what I felt like. I almost wondered, like, did did was there some kind of poker game and Picardo and and Cor, uh, Harvey Corm, um, yeah, Harvey Corman, right? Except it's spelled different. I just realized. Wait a minute, Roger Corman, Harvey? No, no relation. It's spelled different. No, it's Harvey, Harvey Corman. Yeah, yeah. Different. yeah. So Cor- the two game. Cormans are at this poker game. Everybody's at the poker game, and Roger won big. Well, you did you catch the line where Robert says, "You know what? This is just not my day." <laughs> And I'm thinking yeah. that's what he said at the poker game when he lost. And yeah. he had to do this film. And he said, I'll yeah. do it on what condition. You put that line in your script for yes. my character. And, yes. I'll, I'll and, then, and then they presented that stupid hat to him. Yes. And he's you like, okay, sure, but you have to wear this hat. And yeah, get and, looks like a squid. And get, and get bit by some sort of little thing that looks like one of the bounty hunters for critters had sex with a gremlin. So... He, not in a good way. No. <laughs> because, you know, there's always a good way to have sex with a gremlin. So, so here we go. My review. Yeah. <clears throat> Munchies is both exquisite filmmaking, Ooh. profound storytelling. Drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a really, really bad movie. However... I acknowledge this is a this is a primo case. I think I may actually need to do some post about redefining C and D and just use this movie as the poster child. But <laughs> yeah. see, I don't know if it actually qualifies because I didn't delude myself into thinking it would hold up in any way, shape, or form. I I no. think I went into it going, yeah, this is going to be awful. As I recall, this is not going to be good. So. C and D to me is like, I'm thinking, oh, yeah, this is going to be good. This is going to be good. And then I watch it, and there's that part of me that goes, knows full well. I've seen enough. I know enough to go, yeah, this is not a good movie, but I'm in denial about it. That's true C and D, where you're really in denial, and it's embarrassing. Can't buy me love. You know, it's that kind of thing. Hey, hey. <laughs> got one more time to say that. <laughs> where, you know, where, where you've got a movie, and you're so sure, uh, I, I'd even say cocksure, that it's, it's awesome, and it's wonderful. And you couldn't understand why anybody would love it. And I would argue we may have covered a movie or two like that on this show I, before. I don't know what you're talking about. This movie, however, is pretty awful. That said, that being said, if you grew up with it like me, if this is one of those, you went to the video store <laughs> and you're a Gremlins fan or Critters fan or both, and you're a dork like me, and you ran I must have grew up around this. <laughs> you don't remember <laughs> it at all. I, don't, yeah, I remember I, bits I of up. it, yeah. but I don't I, remember I, ever watching the whole thing. I remember seeing it on the shelves of the uh, video store. Yes. All the time. Because the cover, is it here is the cover ripping off? Remember the woman in red with Gene Wilder and Kelly LeBrock? Doesn't it totally look like that? Which is bizarre because this came out three years after that movie. Yeah. Yeah, but you missed my point. I said I saw the cassette, (laughs) the cover on the shelves 
all the time. And, and, and you kept and you managed to keep walking by. Which Joel wasn't living near you to take it out no. all the time. No, no, but I remember watch, uh, seeing the the cover, but uh, I never got onto actually renting it. See, I've always been a fan, though. I've always liked the the little creature feature type movies where the, all the gremlins knockoffs, you know, I, I've always liked those. I don't know why I just do. I like the, you know, leprechaun sort of kind of a little bit, you know, the original right. troll, yeah. you know, I, I like that. I like the, I, I watched those well, like I, critters. I, I, I watched those. Yeah. yeah. I have all the critters movies at home. So. Yes. But this one just, yeah, but as I, as I said, I, I, I was enjoying myself. If you are a fan of bad, okay, would you guys agree it's it's so well, bad kid, it's the good? The living room. So, <laughs> <laughs> would you agree it's so bad it's good? Whoa, good is a, a no. You know what I mean? Like so, so bad that it's at least watchable. That it's 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 so bad that you're like, okay, yeah, at least this yes. is entertaining. So bad, been, yes. Now it's not yes. it's not not in a Miami Connection way. I don't know anything. No, it's definitely no, not no, that no. awesome. I've definitely seen. No. I've, I've seen worse than this. Yes. Yeah, I've seen worse. And in a way, I guess you I could mean, make it that that that's sort of a knock against it because if it was full blown hobgoblin bad, then it's like Miami Connection where you watch it, you're like, oh dear lord, what were they thinking? But yeah, but but if you have a movie like uh, if you have a movie that's so bad and it's boring at the same time. That's that's not good. No, and this, this is, one, I don't think this is this one was it's good, short, but it's pretty it's short. Boring. Yeah, I mean it's it's bad, but it's not it's not boring. It's not walk out the movie theater like No, no. no. I've done I, that before. And I would say it's also it's very 80 late 80s. Like it has that yeah. Just a mix of all the almost neon day glow colors. It's got the big hair. It's got the shoulder pads. It's got the, the all the colors in a house mixed together. But then you also have the black and white checkerboard flooring tile. Yeah. I, I mean, everything. Everything about it screams 87-ish, 88, that time period. It just has that look. So if you're a fan of that aesthetic, if you're a fan of uh, Gremlins knockoff type movies, if you... There are a couple people in it that I think if you're a fan of them, it is kind of fun to see it. However, yes. be forewarned that to say it is campy, to say the comedy is broader than the side of a barn and played in that really awkward way that I always remember Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. I wasn't – it was too old for that. Like by the time it came on, I just didn't get into it, right? right. But I remember I'd catch little clips of it and they always had the bully guys and the way they did the comedy was so Big and so broad. I remember thinking, this is so stupid. Who laughs at this? I'll tell you who laughs at it. The same people who would laugh at Munchies, which is me when I'm 11. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So that, yeah, but, but, understand but that going one in. Redeeming, one redeeming quality, uh, apart from Cindy, uh, <laughs> mm. Officer Eddie. And I'll sh- I'm sure we'll get to that. Speaking of yeah. broad comedy, uh, yes. Mm. That, that was that was actually what I had in my head when I was- yeah, because Harvey Corman, yeah. Harvey Corman camps it up too, but in a weird way, he's yeah. probably the most subdued. I guess you could say because yeah, Amanda. that's what I was thinking. What what especially when he plays uh, Simon, the, the good one, flabbergasted. I mean, I guess he did he did do some stinker movies, but man, I just I don't know. I always have in my head Harvey Corman to me is Carol Burnett show, Tim yeah. Conway, Mel early Mel Brooks. I mean. Class act, great, great comedian. Just I, I don't know why you might. So when he said Tim something Conway like, were, "What's that?" Yeah, him and Tim Conway when they did the uh, skits together. And oh, they, they, oh god! It just pissed your pants by laughing, uh, and it would make them laugh. Like when yeah, oh, he was, was laugh. Yes, he was. Well, wasn't he the guy that would always break? 
Yes. Well, yeah. Did you see the dentist part with Tim Conway? Is the yeah. dentist? Yeah. Oh, yes. Well, I think he even. I think he pissed himself. That yeah, he was one. crying. Yes, he was like. Yeah, he was laughing so hard. It's great. I love that. See, I uh, love what, my favorite episodes of Saturday Night Live. Anything is when the other comedians break. Yes, I love that. That's when. It, that's when they're on fire. Yeah. Okay. So for me, it's for me, literally for Joel and nobody else. It's worth remembering. Uh, for everybody else, I'd say if if I'm doing due diligence on warning you about wasting your time, I'd say forget it. Yes. But with all the caveats I laid out, then it is worth remembering, which is probably the worst review ever. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's it's, it's there. There are some things, and it's cool to see some of the people in it, uh, kind of where they. You're kind of asking why. They did this, but it's kind of cool to see them in it. Like uh, Robert Picardo and, and uh, I don't know, Wendy Shaw is in us, uh, plays Robert Picardo's wife. I couldn't believe it. Yes, I'm, I'm, I, I do want to. I do want to go. Let, how about this? Let's go ahead and jump. Yeah. We, we've established how we we really feel about this movie. Yes. So let's go ahead and jump into the nuts and bolts and deep rooted analysis of. I almost forgot the title. Munchies. No, I thought <laughs> you were going to say. I thought you were going to say Cindy, but uh, okay. Whoa. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) And after that segment taking a good solid 20 minutes, I have to rethink my entire format idea. So anyway, Uh (laughs) maybe just get right into the freaking movie and not worry about it. Okay. So that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed that while it lasted. So this movie, Munchies. Yes. It was, I think the most obvious name behind it, it was produced by the one, the only, king of the B-movies, Roger Corman. Yes. And honestly, his filmography is so dense, I'm not even going to attempt to go through no. it, because I'll leave something out. People can, yeah. people can check it up by themselves. Absolutely. But it was directed by, it said, Bettina Hirsch. And I'm like, I kept thinking to myself, that name does seem familiar to me. I couldn't quite figure out why. She only directed two movies. This is the only fictional Yeah. Film yeah, she, she directed. did a documentary thing. Yes. Documentary stuff. And she usually yeah. goes by the name Tina Hirsch. Yeah. So, she's we're gonna she's edited a shit ton of good movies though. Yeah, she she yeah. is a and I think she was the was she, she was the first woman president of yeah, first, first female president of the American cinema editors. So, I mean, this is a very accomplished, this isn't somebody who just got a gig and, you know, journeyman director kind of thing. You know, like a lot of people who did Roger Corman movies. Now, a lot of people started with Corman, went on to do amazing things, you know, Scorsese and Dante and blah, 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 and Coppola. But the, there were a lot of people that did, you know, a lot of B movie type stuff that, you know, the mainstream never were aware of. If you look at her editing credits, holy schmoly's now. Interesting. Did Did she edit this one though? Um, you know, what's funny. No, I never. Not, no, I don't think she did. So. I'm looking no, at her. I'm, she no. should have. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe she. Maybe she realized she's like, I'm on the fence about whether or not I'm going to accept the directing credit for this. I may yeah. go the Alan Smithy route. Uh, <laughs> but I didn't lose no bet. I'm not doing. It. Yeah, that's it. This no. movie. I'm surprised this movie was not. This <laughs> that's was when Robert, Robert Picardo raises his hand. I lost my bet. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm thinking this movie. That's what it is. This movie. I'm surprised was not an Alan Smithy movie. Mm-hmm. Where, because if you think about it, the Alan Smithy movies, they're not necessarily ineptly made. They're usually, tech, in some ways, technically proficient, but they're just off. Like they're not, they yeah. just don't quite work. So, anyway, she, but an interesting connection. She edited Gremlins. I know. <laughs> Holy schmoolies! I mean, a lot of uh, early Dante stuff she did. 
uh, both uh, it, Gremlins and Explorers. Yeah. I was thinking Explorers, the last, yeah. yeah, it was the last movie she did. It looks like with Dante. She also did his segment in Twilight Zone, the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I mean, it's you know, she had, she even edited. Hang on, Death Race two thousand. Which that's the Eat My Dust, which was uh, Ron Howard's directorial debut. So I'm thinking, Uh I'm wondering if that, so that's obviously all Roger Corman films. Yes. Mm. Oh, I'm sorry. You know what? Eat My Dust is not. Was it, which was the, or was it, it starred Ron Howard. I'm sorry. Ron Howard, that was what it was. Ron Howard agreed, his directorial debut was uh, Night Shift, wasn't it? Was he before? No, he did something before Night Shift. What did he do? But hold on. Hold on. I I thought I was was the only one drinking. What's going on? I know. This is ridiculous. Hold on. on. He's got too many acting credits. I got to go through all these. All right, he did his very first film. We're going to forget the fact that he did. Uh... Okay, well, he did... we're talking the, the Grand territory. Theft yeah. Auto. That's what it was. He Grand Theft Auto. and he did that for Corman, but he did it. He was, if I'm not mistaken, he was in uh-huh. yeah. Eat My Dust as a, a, a basically always like a quid pro quo. I'll do this movie because he was. It's in the 70s. So it's 76. It's the peak of Happy Days, and mm-hmm. he's he says, okay, I'm going to do. This, but I want the opportunity to direct Grand Theft Auto. I think is how the story, the the, the legend oh. goes. That either of you heard that, or am I just making stuff up now? I, I, yeah, sure. No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> it sounds familiar. We'll go Actually, with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. I'm sure there's other, somebody out there because he right. did Grand Theft Auto as a directorial effort the next year. Mm. So I'm just, I'm just saying, there's something to it. <laughs> Which yeah. that movie was directed by Charles B. Griffith, but my point is, she did. She was editing Corman films at the beginning of her career, which would explain she pro- Corman was really well known for. He would, somebody was an editor, and they wanted the opportunity to direct. He would get the give them an opportunity at some point. Yeah, yeah, get the feet wet. Sure. So, and obviously for her, she must have really pissed him off because he gave her munchies. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, "I will never do bad again." Okay, so. She did a lot of great movies. Well, she, did. she did. And she's still working, at least as of a few years ago. She, 2013 was her, her last. That was a documentary. Actually, it was that the documentary she also directed. I believe it was. Four decades later, maybe? Does that sound right? It Peter? might be. I, uh, I, I just uh, wrote down. She did yeah, she's one of the directors. It was two. Okay. Carl, Carl Epstein and, and her. It was written by Lance Smith, who didn't do a ton of stuff he probably is best known for munchies wizards of the lost kingdom 2 and barbarian queen 2 the empress strikes back Uh, which i'm gonna throw it out there those all sound like roger corbin movies i haven't investigated but i'm gonna say that might be a safe bet never gotten an academy award or anything i know i know i know barbarian queen i've seen though that's not surprising. The first, the first one. Queen. <laughs> now we're sharing the same dream. Same thing. <laughs> so we mentioned Harvey Corman. Strange. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Charlie yes. Stratton uh-huh. is, is the uh, actor who played yeah. the son. Paul Waterman. Paul Waterman. Now, as a kid, when I came back into this movie, I could have sworn I would have been willing to wager... Well, not much of a bet because I would have lost it, but that it was William Ragsdale from Fright Night. I because to me they have a similar mm. look. Mm. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Maybe go, 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 go look at them. They, to me, they look similar. They look similar. I'm not kidding. I'm telling you, they look alike. So all right, it, check again. I'm Joe, sorry. Joe, Joe, Joe's the cynical one. No, it's our Daryl's the cynical I'm one. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. No, from certain angles, yes. Okay, well, in my head, that's who I thought it was. So when I came from behind, from behind. 
So no, but I know I know what you mean. Yeah, there's a similar look to them. So yeah. so that's who I thought it was. It is in fact not though. His no. girlfriend, as we already mentioned, was played by Nadine Vanderveld. Now again, see her. I'm like, God, why do I know her? Well, another connection to a Gremlins. I'll say homage and be nice. A Gremlins homage. She was in Critters. Yes, she plays the sister. I completely forgotten that. I did too. She also and, had a small part in private school from yes, that's what I, I was did a yeah, I did a review of that for a couple of I think a year back or so. Yeah, like, she did an episode Dirty Dirty Bird. <laughs> <laughs> and she did an episode of Alfred Hitchcock Presents. There was a little <laughs> horror flick called After Midnight from eighty nine. She it's interesting, she she hasn't acted, according to IMDB. She did a couple T V literally Two TV shows in the 90s. One was Kung Fu, The Legend Continues, which I vaguely remember when that was out. I remember that. Jag, which I can proudly say I never watched. Because I, gu- no. I guess I was never at my grandparents' house that day. So. <laughs> uh, well, okay, he just aged us. Jag? Just Jag, dude, Jag is like Matlock. That oh, is a. Back in my day. Yeah, that is such a. That, no offense to our 90 year old contingent. Uh, that Jag uh, is. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Don't, don't, day, hey, you need to take ja- wait, wait. You need to take Jag off <laughs> your shelf. See what I did there? Did you, did you see yeah. it? Did you see it? Uh, I got to drink again. <laughs> <laughs> that was about the quality of uh, of joke writing. <laughs> okay, so so, but what's cool she's about great. her? She she's very good, actually. She, she's actually one of the better actresses. I was, I was yes. about to say that's that's actually almost the problem. She saved yeah. it like she was better than this entire movie. <laughs> there are, yeah. I always kind yeah. of enjoy that, but yet it is distracting when I watch a movie and everybody in it, it yeah, they're doing their thing. Okay, they're uh-huh. working. I get it. But then somebody really steps up and you're like, yeah, you know, I feel like you're overqualified for this job. <laughs> I feel like- hey, overqualified. If it wasn't yeah. for her, I probably would have tapped out. <laughs> I would have quit. I said, I, I can't. I can't. <clears throat> There is no tapping out for Forgotten Flicks, Daryl. I know. I know. That, that, that is what you signed on for, and that is what we pay you for. You know, we always have a savior. There's always a savior. We had it with Can't Buy Me Love. Do we have? Wait, wait. It. Uh, yeah. We had a savior in that movie. It yeah, was, it was her. And it was, yeah, it was it Amanda. Was yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, now, what did we have for How Comes to Frogtown? Um, the Dance of the Three Snakes. Okay. Well, well, that and uh, Hot Rod. Yeah. Okay. Frog lady. The frog lady. Okay, I'll go with that. Oh, well. So she has, but she has actually written and I assume produced some relatively successful children's oh shows. Oh my God, she's won Emmys, man. Yeah, which I mean, that's good no for her, joke. man. Good on, I, 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 I actually think it's girl. always very cool too when actors, they will, you know, their career goes, and, and the thing is, as an actor, it's so, besides the fact that it's so demoralizing sometimes the way you you're you're at every you're basically just i don't know how to put it, like almost like you're just this commodity and you're judged purely on your looks 90 percent of the time and just it's you're you're on somebody else's deciding your fate you know sure. but the, sure. she took that that action of going and producing and writing and saying no screw this i'm gonna make some stuff i think it's awesome i think i'm, I'm happy she for her i don't just, know her i'm happy for her she wanted a, a humanitarian award i think that's too. awesome good for her I mean, she was just so... And she ain't hard to look at either, so good No, for her. she is not. She was just so charismatic. Yeah, that's what it is. She's, she's got that girl-next-door thing, 
and it yeah. doesn't feel forced or fake. It feels very no, real. But, yeah. But she did jokes. They they worked. When she was ha- she had fun with it. Like she was really yes. having a good time yeah, with it. Yeah. I think that's a good way to put it. Yeah. She seemed like she was having a good. Actually, I I actually felt like most of the actors realized what they're in. Now, I will say it seemed as if this movie was poking fun at itself. Like it was way more self-aware than other. I would hope so. And the reason why yeah, is, well, yeah. did you catch I the Gremlins so. jokes? Yes. When the uh, what's her name Melvis? Yeah, th- Melvis. this lady. I'm just gonna play the beginning. Oh, how's my baby dude doing? How's my baby dude doing? <laughs> oh my god! Her, she's reading a newspaper, some kind of National Enquirer knockoff, and oh. on the back it says Gremlin question mark. And if you look carefully, it's like a it's one of those hairless cats. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I felt as if it was making fun of itself. Now the car. That the munchies run around in. Yeah. The old lady calls it an AMC, right? She calls it the uh, I ain't gonna get taken out by no American motor car. Is that what she said? Something yeah, like, like that. that. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Was, was that a gremlin car? I don't remember. I haven't because I'm not a car I guy. Know. I mean, I I, no, I know no, what a Corvette no. is. I know. <laughs> so okay, yeah, he's in a car. Started. Thank Thomas Magnum. Because yeah. the Pinto yeah. was the one and that would start your cars. What did you say, Peter? You broke up a little bit there. No, sorry, no I said just the car. It, that's basically what you know about a car. You put the keys in and it starts. Pretty good. Or, 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 yeah, or it doesn't. Um, looking yeah, at, I curse. looked up, wait, wait, I looked up a gremlin car and yeah. it looks to be the same. Which isn't, hmm. but see, that's, that to me is a smart visual cool. gag. Yes. yes. Having yes. the munchies drive around in a gremlin, that's smart. Yeah, you got to. You got to do so. It, it is now worth remembering just for that because that was actually at yeah. least some thought put into it. So, good for you, right. Lance or Tina or whoever came up with that. That's actually good. I like that. <laughs> okay, so we have covered them. Uh, Charlie Stratton, that was our, our buddy Paul. Yes. Okay, Robert Picardo, we already mentioned. Fantastic actor, ton of stuff. I mean, the list goes on and 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 on. And he's a lot of Joe Dante stuff. He's sort of Joe Dante's younger Dick Miller. He's like the guy that, yeah, yeah. other than Dick Miller, Joe Dante seems to try and put, or at least used to try and put in a lot of his stuff. So, and he's another Gremlins uh, connection because oh, he was in too. the second one. That's right. He yeah. gets he gets the moves made on him by the female Gremlin, as I recall. Spoiler oh, alert! Right. Well, oh, I just realized if you're new to the show, we uh, spoil them. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Okay, Oops. just so you know. Hmm. Also, we I think you already mentioned Wendy Shaw. Wendy Shaw, yeah. Yes. She plays his wife. And she yeah. has done a ton of stuff, too. And Small Soldiers, oh, yeah. there's a Joe Dante connection. She was in yeah. Inner Space. She's Francine on American Dad. Yep. Yeah, she's still working. Yep, The, bur- and, the Burbs, and, another Joe Dante connection. Yeah, I was just going to mention that. Mrs. Sorry, Peter, I apologize for taking your thunder. No, 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 it's Mrs. Rumsfield. Yes. Yes, but she's one of those actresses that as soon as I see her, she's like, they always talk about the guy who was in that thing. She's the girl who was in that thing, where you're like, always. I know her. And she played a mom like all the time. She always yeah, plays a mom. She's definitely in the birds. Yeah. Yes, she's in Star Trek Voyager too with Robert Picardo, which is funny. Ah. Hmm. He was in an episode, and and they were both in Inner Space. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Now Har- Hardy of, uh, Hardy Rawls what? played Big Ed. Mm-hmm. Now, where do you think he gets that name from? Hmm. I'm just saying. Wow. Uh, judging from this movie and his, uh, he's putting the moves on that guy's wife right uh, in front of her. <laughs> <laughs> he, and he's not the smartest uh, dude. Not, not the smartest sheriff in town. 
even though yeah. he's the only sheriff in town. Yes, he, he was Uh-oh. in Daryl. Remember Daryl? Uh, J- Jason and I covered that long time ago, and I, yes, and, and I, I believe, and I believe, I believe, as I recall, wait oh, for it, oh. Peter. I believe you are the one who helped make that happen. Yeah, and I got crap for that too. <laughs> sure, false. Huh? How'd you get crap for that? I didn't hate Daryl, did I? Because I used to yeah, love them. Yeah, but when after you covered it, you kind of didn't like it. Did all he turn that on really? You? See, this is this is fascinating because my childhood memory is stronger. I used to love that movie. Go back and watch the uh, li- listen. To the oh, episode. I'm not going to listen to that. Give me a break. I don't listen to the one we just did. Why not you? <laughs> no, that that was actually a very good episode because that had me standing on a street corner in the middle of the day, and I was bent over crying Whoa. with laughter. Oh, oh, oh was that the, oh, that was, gave, was that the whole thing with the kid, Jason? No, you gave Jason crap for uh, the movie pick. It was. Uh, <laughs> oh, is it Xanadu? Was, no, oh, cor- was, was that the chorus line, line one? Yeah, that was awesome. So, that was holy shit. I think I, I think that was the beginning walk. of the end where he was, he was like, "Dude, you know what? <laughs> that's you, the, when they turn." Yeah, that, you, if you can't appreciate the chorus line, you bald bastard. Oh, <laughs> that's what he was oh, thinking. From Pete, I, couldn't, Pete. I couldn't even walk from laughing so much. Oh yeah. Sorry about that. I truly don't even remember. I'm sure. I believe you if you say so. Uh, yeah. he, he was also in another movie that we uh, covered way back when. Well, not actually not that far back, but See No Evil, Hear No Evil with yeah. Mr. Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor. Right. So he, he's done some decent stuff. And then there's, I believe... John Bader collection. Uh, connection. What's that? He was in Real Men. Oh, I met with Jim Belushi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, I still really like that movie. That's an oh, and, point. and... Melvis also has a John Ritter connection. What was she in? Hooperman. Oh, mm-hmm. Hooperman, the TV show? Oh, Hooperman. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh. I thought you said Poop. I, I, don't know I, thought, you, I thought you said Pooperman. I was like, I'm what like, the hell? That's what I thought you <laughs> said. I thought I missed that movie. <laughs> is, is, is that like some kind of poopy porn thing? I, I'm confused. When... <laughs> I was about to Google that. <laughs> oh, don't, don't, don't. Do not. Do not. Good thing I didn't. Yeah. So, okay. Th- now, the one person's name... One of the many people's names who also jumped out at me for this one. Does the name Frank Welker ring a bell for either of you? No. Oh, you know him. I guarantee no, you, you know him. Name doesn't, doesn't 744 actor credits. God damn. Kidding? Voice acting, primarily. Okay, I was gonna, I was going to say, did he start when he was still in his dad's ball sack? <laughs> what? Dude, 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 dude. What? Dude, this guy, this guy, he, I don't even know where to, I mean, seriously, like I'm still scrolling through and I'm still in the nineties here. Hold on. (laughs) He did the voice of Fred on Scooby-Doo at different points. He was the voice. Now I was wondering, trying to, I think he may have done all the munchies and here's why he was the voice of Stripe and a mog and the Mogwai, but it wasn't Gizmo because Gizmo was Howie Mandel, but for Gremlins, he was. In Gremlins as Stripe, primarily. And I think he did some of the other Mogwai. Okay. Dr. Claw on Inspector Gadget. And how did he sound? It was the whole... <laughs> that thing. So okay. he was obviously at least the munchie who did the... Head for the heels, mama. Gotta be. It's gotta be. Now, he may have also have done, you know, the whole... Amigo! Thing. Oh, yeah. Well. If you were a kid in the 70s or 80s... I was 40 back then. I was going <laughs> to give you the benefit of Don and say like 28. He was in, it seems like, every major, connected to every major cartoon. I mean, it looks that way. I'm going through. He was the troll in Cat's Eye. Shut your mouth. 
Remember the little troll and his little voice? Yeah, yeah, little yeah. Kind of voice, yeah. Same yeah. thing. I mean, just go. It's all I mean, going through his IMDb page is like a trip down nostalgia lane. There's cartoons I forgot about, and I'm going through this. The Pac Man TV series. Oh yeah, he was on that. Yeah. But then randomly, too close for comfort. <laughs> he was in an episode. Of, he was in an episode of that. So the movie, the movie proper of Munchies. You didn't. Even I don't think anything proper. Charlie Phillips. I did. Oh, didn't I? Oh, wait, was that Eddie? Yeah. I think I closed out his tab. I, I meant to. Look at you. I meant to mention Charlie. So, Peter, tell, tell us a little something about Charlie. Oh, Eddie, you mean? I oh, will. The Officer, kid. Officer Eddie. Eddie. Look at you. Officer Eddie. Big Ed's son. Yes. Yeah, well, the smarts didn't transfer down well. Oh. He has one of the greatest lines in this movie, though. After they, after he stopped them the first time and yes. he's all full of himself, and they they drive off. Oh, if she wasn't so cute, I'd maze her. Yeah. Yes. That was funny. <laughs> she wasn't so. And haven't we all said that at one time or another? Oh well, yeah. Now he has an interesting career because he, Munchies was his first movie, and I have credits. Yeah, he has only five credits, but Munchies followed by The Running Man, followed mm-hmm. by Feds. Starring Rebecca De Mornay and yeah. Lucky Stiff, which is not a big movie or anything, but I remember that movie in cover. It's one of those sex comedy things, right? Yeah. And then he did an episode of <laughs> Daryl. Are you falling away from the microphone? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I keep here. I go. I go. Speaking of stuff, I don't even, what are you talking about? And he was on a, one episode of Murphy Brown. Yeah. Murphy Brown. And then boom, done. Yeah. That was it. He just stopped working. I want to know why. Yeah. Am I, is that weird? I always want to know why. I know. I do, too. What did, they hurt? Quit? did Yeah, they, yes. Did, did something weird happen? Did they get... Yeah, the set of Murphy Brown. <laughs> yeah, the set where he's playing the attendant. <laughs> she was abusive. Yeah. I never worked again. He, he accidentally you know, made eye contact with Candace Bergen, and that was the end of it. She violated me in ways I didn't even know. Of. <laughs> she took my soul. <laughs> She took everyone's soul, my son. Yeah. And that's that's when he uh, once again said, if she wasn't so cute, I'd maze her. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's interesting. His message board on IMDb, uh-huh. it's one post. Just one. And all, wait, wait, all it says is USC reunion. Wow. And, it's, and dude, if you see this, please get in touch with us. And I'm going to skip the guy's email address. You know, he put it there. But if you want to look it up, it's your choice. We should email him. We, yo, did, oh, that's true. Oh, wouldn't it be awesome if we could get the guy who played Eddie on the show? Yeah. Oh, I was. Hey, hey, Pete, hey, Peter, you're good at that. Make that happen. Make that happen. Okay, I'll, I'll make a note of it. Okay. Get Eddie on show. Yeah, get Charlie yeah. Phillips. Because yeah. I just want to know, like, what happened? What? Why Why did he decide? And, you know, obviously, you told him, oh, I can imagine there's a bajillion reasons why you wouldn't want to keep doing that to yourself. Oh, but yeah. but I just, I don't know. I find that fascinating. Well, he's seen and not pretty... ever get a, uh, any kind of talk, real role role. This yeah, after, is the biggest that's, one. No, that's a good point, yeah. because literally all the yeah. other ti- all the other roles after that. Yeah, yeah the, the teenage punk, college, college jock, jock. Yeah. which, that one I'm trying to visualize. I'm not... But it's also, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm saying because he didn't scream jock. No, not at well, all. Well, no, no. It said William Zabka, one of his early roles was College Jock. Oh, okay, yeah, I get that. And Teenage oh, Punk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but you could kind of make anybody look like a punk, right? Yeah. Yeah, but... but Bellboy, Attendant, mm-hmm. and Eddie. Eddie. Yeah, it, it, I think he pretty much said to his agent, uh, let's just 
It's a wrap. See, Feds is another yeah, one. Fed, feds is another one that going into it, I realize is probably not going to be a good movie. But I remember having a lot of fond feelings, and not just because of Miss De Mornay. Uh huh. Okay, that's that's mainly the reason why. But exactly. But all right. No, but it's it, uh, going going back to it. It's always kind of cool to see why did people just suddenly stop and what what happened afterwards. yeah where are they now i like yeah. that for movies you know I, you know well, one i was uh i was surprised you know the little feral kid in uh, mad max 2 sure uh-huh yeah he's a jeweler he sells jewelry yeah here and it's, he uh, and uh, has done so for a very long time and uh, actually very successful hmm. i was like wow. what i think i oh, read do you remember the movie the black stallion about the kid who gets shipwrecked on the island yes sadly i do what 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 <laughs> with, with mickey rooney that's a horse my mother made me go to the movies huh let's shit on joel's childhood <laughs> good lord man <laughs> my mother made me watch that. i don't know what happened when i got stuck in the movies watching that and i was just sitting there going why am i watching, <laughs> watching this little kid on a beach of the horse i'm like what yeah. Kid on an island but here's the thing back. that kid was had an interesting career trajectory because as i recall he was in that one i know they did a sequel and that was a pretty big hit and oh, they, it was a big hit and i want to say he did an episode was it of amazing stories i think he did oh. and and he was you could look at his imdb page but i seem to recall you could tell like there's some traction happening and then something happened and i want to say i read something either on imdb or somewhere else that he grew up and he became a truck driver he got out of the business and i was like cool all right. I mean, I just think it's interesting. I want to know why, though. I think there's a part of me that goes, why? Yeah. What, what was it that made you at a young age? Or, I mean, was it something that, you know, and you never know. I mean, it could be personal reasons, but. Um, yeah, but didn't. Um, uh, uh, damn it, I'm blanking here. Uh, the Old Guys Can't Remember podcast will yeah. be back yeah, in a moment. Uh, <laughs> once we remember uh, our own names. <laughs> short actor. Uh, Mickey Rooney? Uh, no, no, uh, and I'm like, I don't think that movie, Ghostbusters. Oh, oh Rick uh, Moranis? Yes. Didn't he also just, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, now he, no, his was, no, his, his actually was different. I believe his wife was yeah, diagnosed he, with terminal just, cancer yeah. and he stayed, he basically, he, he left, the kids, and he, and, yes, and he decided yeah. he wanted to, and, and, you know, and, to, dude, props that's to you. That's a different deal. That's yeah. a different yes, deal. Yes. No, no, I, I didn't mean like that at all. I just. No, I know you didn't. I know you didn't. But I'm saying, like, from my point of view, that's actually just somebody stepping up saying, you know what, there's more important things in life than Oh, I found out what happened. To who? With, with, with Kelly Reno, the kid. From Black Stallion? Yes. What, what happened? Yeah. He, he, he found was, out how much uh, you hated his movie. When yeah, I did visit him and tell him, uh, <laughs> his career was cut short when a pickup truck mm. he was driving was hit by a semi truck. Oh, okay. And he had a severe injuries that were that, long, it wait, took wait, a long time to recover. Is that why I came up with the trucker thing? What the hell is wrong with me? That might. Well, no, you're right because okay. he did became a semi truck driver. Okay. You're right. Okay. I was like, but wow, first, that's kind of a leap I made there. <laughs> <laughs> but he did 20 years. He was a cattle rancher for 20 years and then became a somebody. That's interesting. Is so strange. That's interesting. To go from 20 years of being a cattle rancher yeah. to yeah. then going to semi-truck driver. Yeah. Now that's interesting. That. Yeah, and he lives yeah. in Colorado to this day. That is such a weird... Well, so it goes back to Amanda Peterson, right? When we talked yeah. about her. That, yeah. Which yeah. I, my kids, we showed them Annie for the first time. Mm-hmm. I, to- I totally thought they were going to be rolling their eyes going right they actually watched it i was was surprised but you realize amanda peterson's in that that was her first role 
That's true. She's one of the orphans. She was actually, I think, second in line to get the part. She just missed yeah. getting it. Just missed it. And she's the one I when they're talking when, when yeah, when they're singing about Sandy, when they bring Sandy the dog into the orphanage. Oh, and she oh, okay. and she the little girl has that really big voice. She's like, uh-huh. you know, no, try not to get up. And they're like, shh, that's her. And holy crap, it looks ex- she looks exact in the face, she looks almost exactly the same. It is I weird. Watch that again. Yeah. 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 My, my kids love the Annie, so uh, I think I remember that. That's what, that movie, wait, wait, ready for old the old guys? That's uh-huh. the first movie I can really remember. That and Fox and the Hound, seeing in the theater. Well, I saw Fox and the Hound in the theater, too. Yeah, but you were 18. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't brave enough. You were what? I wasn't brave enough to say I want to go see Annie. Well, you weren't brave enough? <laughs> yeah, I yeah. thought I was too cool for that. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. yeah, but how old were you? That was, what, 81? Yeah, I was old enough to see it, but I was just like... How old, so how, how old were you in 81? I don't know. I'm 42 now. So. Okay, you're only three years older than me. Two and a half. But I still thought I was cooler. Apparently. And I couldn't see Annie. I was like, I'm not going to have to see no Annie. That's what, to be that fair, helped. my kids are about the age now that you would have been then, and they tried to play that card too a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but when it came on uh, cable, I was just... When, no, when nobody could see you. No one can see. Talking about a hard knock <laughs> life. time. It's I was crying time. like a baby when they were going to take away. Oh, and by the way, I'm sitting there watching this movie. I haven't seen that movie in decades. Okay, I realize this is the Munchies episode. I don't care. So I'm watching Annie with my kids, and as right. they get to the end, I'm like, hey, could somebody give Poonjab a freaking hug? They, yes. He saved that little kid's jab? life, and they act like the dude ain't even there. I know. And then finally, what's her name? The lady runs up and gives him one. It's like, Whatever. I know they treat him so bad. I know, seriously. He takes bombs and lobs Martin. them out the window. He saves the lives of everyone multiple Martin. times. Nothing. He gets it's nothing. just heartless. See, I, like, I actually got a little pissed. <laughs> I was like, "Hey, <laughs> hey, did yeah. we notice it was Poonjab that was hanging from a helicopter with one well, arm?" It's like Johnny. It's like Johnny Quest. Remember? No, I don't Which remember. Which would do all the work in Johnny Quest? I don't remember that. I remember the uh, show, yeah, but I never really watched it. Well, they had a Punjab in it. Did they? Yeah. The character did all are you the implying? Work. Are you implying that that's sort of a uh, borderline racist character? <laughs> no, it's just a cat. Well, it probably does have some. Things in it. But I mean, there's, there's been there's there are a lot of characters of color that has to save little white kids all the time. Like there was that. Yeah, there yeah, was yeah. um. That was Johnny was Brother. Richie Rich had a guy that well, not a guy yeah. of color, but it was just a man servant that had to his his Alfred. Yeah, all the time because his little... father was out chilling. Like you never saw his father hanging out. With <laughs> no, him. no, no. Always the butler always the running butler. around, getting shot at, and, and jumping on bomb. Save the kids. So, guys, munchies. <laughs> oh, munchies. Yeah, oh, munchies. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, I think we've determined that a there were a lot of people in it. Yeah. B, it in fact was a movie. Yes. C, and it came out in C. the eighties. <laughs> You know okay, what I vote? I vote? You know what I'm going to put on the table to vote for next time? What's that? If we pick something that's really terrible, we should have a backup movie to jump in with. Like start the episode off about the one and just completely... Yes. Sh- yeah. In case we go off the rails like this one and we have another backup to come in and talk about. <laughs> I love that I spent, even though it depends if I actually came around to <laughs> editing it, I probably spent a solid 10 minutes going through Frank Welker's IMDb. We have wandered away from the bunch. Every time we get... I don't know what else to say about on, it. Like, I, I'm like, hold on. I'm looking through my notes here. Hold on. Okay, uh-huh. hold on. Oh, I have good notes. Oh, you have good notes? Okay, well, here's what I got. Yeah. I got. I got... They go to Peru... Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. 
uh, for some kind of weird archaeological dig involving aliens. <laughs> yeah, you first an alien toxic waste dump. Oh, uh, that's right. Yeah, which yeah. by the way, toxic did they dog. ever explain? No. The, no. Did they ever come back to that? Because he took the sample. They showed. I think. Oh, that does that come into play later? I couldn't remember. Does it go yeah, to somebody's uh, hamburger? Right, yeah, I was wondering this uh, when we get to the end. I was like, oh, are we ever gonna find out about that? And then his dad comes back. Just, I think they just uh, thought about it. Oh, hey, wait a minute. We never sure explained did. this. And then his father comes back. Oh, I had the sample uh, analyzed, and you're right. Oh, I that's was right. right. Yeah, alien waste dump, and that's all you know. Didn't it seem weird to you that, that in the beginning of this movie, no one seemed uh, taken back by the fact that they found this thing? I, I wrote. Yeah. I wrote it down. Yeah. I put. I put that. <laughs> why is it that these they bring this creature into their home mm-hmm. and they act like it's a cat? Yes. They they come crawls into the bed while they're trying to have sex. Yes. And does. they're like, yes. Arnold, you oh you now look, I can understand you doing that to Gizmo. A, because he's way cuter. But not this yes. B, B B if especially if you had established, you know, he's had him for a while, there's a connection there. But literally the day they get home. Now I can see the kid, he's maybe been around Arnold, that's what they name it, uh, for a few days. So at least he's got some familiarity with it. But the girlfriend was just like, Yeah, oh, she's okay. still like, whatever, that's cool. Yeah, this little weird freak thing. Out. Eating it. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And then I love that the father, because the whole thing is that Paul's character is a, a, a budding stand-up comic, apparently, and wants to yeah. go out to LA and try his luck on the on the talk of uh, the stand-up circuit. As oh, a, yeah, as I, a, I, I go to college because the moral of the story is that you don't, you shouldn't have to go to college. Well, yeah, it, don't, that's I don't remember. Uh, and remember uh, what the dad says about LA. You, know, you don't know what LA is like. It's like New Jersey with earthquakes. There's yeah. at least two New, New Jersey jabs in this movie. Did you catch yeah. that? Mm-hmm. They say yeah, another joke later on about New Jersey. So yeah, and wait, was it supposed to be Arizona that this movie takes place in, or was it Texas somewhere in Texas? I couldn't catch. Yeah. I didn't catch that either. Sweetwater, Sweetwater, whatever. Yeah, with no, it was a desert town. That's what it did. Yeah, Sweet Sweetwater wasn't that where? No, that was Sweet Haven. Sorry. Why is that familiar? Why? Where is uh, that from? Popeye. Oh, that's what it. Okay. Oh. Yep. So the father does. So think about this. You think your son is pretty much a joke. That he's a slacker. That he's never going to amount to anything. You don't want him to become a comic. So you make a be- and you found the find of the millennium. Oh, yeah, he makes a bet with him. <laughs> he makes a bet. Now, I yep. bet. And not just any bet. It's not a bet of if I you can take care of this no, I priceless bet you'll screw find. It up. Yeah, his, his <laughs> bet is I bet you'll screw it up. And if you don't. So wait a minute. So you pretty are so confident he's going to screw it up that you're willing mm-hmm. to make this bet that you'll maybe give him a chance to go follow his dream, which, by the way, douche move, dad. You know, hey, so mm-hmm. the only way I'm going to follow you, let you follow your dream is through emotional blackmail. So. He, he tells him this, uh-huh. yet isn't the implication of that you're leaving the find of, of your career, at least, if not of yeah. the millennium, with this inept mm-hmm. moron that's your son. And they're broke. Yeah, and they're broke, yeah. <laughs> they have to sell. They're about to sell it. Like, they're to the point where he has to sell the property yes. to his evil brother. Because yeah, they don't who lives next door in an, ex- an exact replica of the house. <laughs> right. So you're, so you're going to leave it with your son who you think is an idiot. Mm-hmm. So, another question. Makes sense, huh? Being yeah. that this is a children's movie, uh-huh. mm-hmm. was it me or was Arnold masturbating in the back? Let me put it this it way. Was. This is my note on that. <laughs> Arnold 
Arnold the alien is going yeah. to town with that dirty magazine. Yes. Well, I love when he goes, huh, 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 at you. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Just like I do. I, like, I don't know why. Every time. Um, wait, 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 when when Daryl comes, it's like a sneeze in your face. That's right. And an angel gets his wing. Okay, so another question. Yeah. Another question. Did they move? Did they did they remind you the munchies? Did they, did they remind you of Rizzo the Rat and his friends in Muppets Take Manhattan? Just you know, you know what I'm yeah. saying that just the way yeah. they moved yeah. and the way they oh, yeah. they reminded right. me of Rizzo the Rat. That was one thing I noticed. I also noticed that when the paramedics show up, I think it's when they're when Dude has been summarily. Can, killed by having his headphones turned on which really they loud. don't care no one cares that that, that's, i thought that was a funny bit where oh, oh and by the way just to make the things clear for people listening dude mm. is the ugly stupid kid i just realized yeah. we never even mentioned who the hell no. dude is no he's sort of the the person that sets all helps set all this emotion with his dad who is harvey corman harvey corman plays the two parts he's the good the quote-unquote good dad of paul the wannabe comic and he's the evil twin brother who has awesome commercials for his businesses like this one home of the valley's best steaks and crunchiest tater tots featuring the mile-long 700 item salad bar this steak is so tender it doesn't even taste like meat I just love those tater tots. You know what? You're not going to believe this. Probably not. No, that's the fourth line I have written down on my paper. I just love those tater tots. (laughs) (laughs) This this meat's so tender, it doesn't Uh, even taste like meat. I know. What the hell is it? And dude has been in a bunch of movies, too. (laughs) Who? The guy who played that guy in the commercial? Really? Full Metal metal Jacket, for one. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that was snarky. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just saying I mean, I, we we haven't been snarky at all doing. <laughs> I wasn't trying to be snarky. <laughs> yeah, that sounded really snarky. Okay, I'll leave it in then. He went from Munchies to Full Metal Jacket. That was the yeah. next wait, wait, hold on. He was yeah. in Munchies too. No, he went from oh, Munchies no, no, no. to Full because Metal there's because yeah. that's where this does get confusing. There's this movie Munchies, which is pluralized. Yeah. Then mm. you have Munchie. Which is yeah. singular, but it's also the sequel to Munchies, even though it is literally has nothing whatsoever to do with this movie at all. Oh. Other than there is some kind of weird alien connection. Then there is yeah. apparently Munchies 2, Munchie, the singular, strikes back, to add, which is theoretically the third okay, in wait, this trilogy this, this of confusion. With my head now. <laughs> yeah, you're... you're, you're, you're. This is this is this hurts. So, dude, he gets killed because they blast out his eardrums or something with headphones, and he's yes. also the one that chops up Arnold and causes a little much to be born. Blah, blah, because blah, blah. Arnold was cool before he kidnapped. He was. He was fine. He's perfectly yeah. fine. He was yeah. like yes. one of the family. Yes. Before even, he was kidnapped. Even though I still go back to, he may have seemed like one of the family, but would you trust him so much to have him crawl in your bed and then be like, "Oh, Arnold, go back downstairs and watch TV"? No, I would have right. killed him. <laughs> Why? Because he was. Because he was. Cramping your style with uh, Listen, Cindy. I don't. I don't. With the inflatable hammer. Exactly. You do not. He was too creepy about it. I don't trust him. So, the, well, especially what he just got done doing in the bag. So, exactly. The paramedic. <laughs> yeah. Did anybody notice anything odd about the paramedic? No. He was wearing red hot pants. Oh my! Go back and look if you can. I don't want to. If you can, if you can, you can't make me. If you've got yeah, enough I, rum in your yeah. system, Daryl, go back and look. You I can. swear to you, 
the dude is wearing, and it's it's not necessarily hot pants. It's more like the those gym shorts that coaches would wear. The polyester, they're too tight. Wait, you know what? I think I did yeah, you notice know. because yeah. you can see his pasty right. white yeah. legs, and you're and it's like, why would a paramedic wear? Those? I didn't get it, and I just shook my head and kept Maybe it just got, and kept the- drinking. You just kept yeah, I did. I really <laughs> did. <laughs> Paul Bartel has a cameo in this movie. I forgot to mention that. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I know. Uh, he was a, what the hell was he? he was a, some kind of doctor at the end. Yes. Who, who took the statue away and, uh, yeah, paid him a load of money for that. Uh, oh, yeah, we probably should. Should we mention, should we just spoil the... Does it really matter? No. Okay, stop. Speaking they, of snark. They, they, they take... They, they use a, electricity, the fire of the gods, to take care of the aliens, and they apparently turn into small statues. Well, see, I will work. say, I wrote down at the beginning of this, I had thought that when this movie started, he was in a statue form, and that they did something that caused him, the statue, to come alive, which is how they would know. Mm, yeah. But, no, I was completely wrong. You don't know that till the end. Yeah. 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 No. He, was, he was standing in a, I don't know what the hell he was standing in, and uh, how the hell did he survive in there? Did the Indians feed him? <laughs> Good question. What? I have no idea. There's so much about it. And, and again, going down the, the notes, 36 whole miniature golf course I wrote down. Sure. Because mm-hmm. you know if you're going to play putt-putt. Anything. Yeah, and, and, and I wrote throwing videotapes. Well, I, I see. Now I say, wait, 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 wait. One thing I loved, I love it when movies have this, because obviously being the mid-80s or mid to late-80s, they have a scene... In a video store. Yes, to Peter's point, they do use the tapes as weapons, which does kind of annoy one. But it was neat because it was a fully stocked. Now, I I didn't have a chance to yet. I'm going to go back because you can see it's a little dark in there, but you can see all the posters on the walls. And I don't know why I enjoy doing this in movies, but I love to go back and see what movie posters were hanging on the walls. Yeah. And and, uh, uh, Paul was using uh, a standee from... uh, uh, well, with the Pale Rider? Yeah, it looked like Pale Rider. Yeah. Which, which is interesting, because that came out in 85, right? Uh, yeah. Well, and they would have shot this in Mid-80. probably... 80, well, yeah. They would have shot this in 86, so it probably would have been on video. Hell, they could have they could have shot this in 87, man. <laughs> Two weeks <laughs> Pretty before much. release. That, 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 there, there is, that, okay. Two, oh, oh, I'm snarky. Uh, oh, 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 sorry. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Like, it matters. Okay. <laughs> no. so, uh, and the, the one other thing I, I really, when they're in, down in the caves, the, chasing these uh, critters. Oh, yes. I'm sorry, munchies. Hobgoblins? They, yeah. Ghoulies? I wrote down, synchronizing watches, really? Yeah, they synchronize their watches. <laughs> they but by the way, did you get watches. the joke, though? Because I didn't, huh? why, why did they act the way they did when Eddie holds his up? Is it because he's going? Yeah. <laughs> at a totally different time. Than yeah, the other. at a different time. I couldn't. Maybe I, it's because it, maybe I was too far away from the TV. I couldn't tell. Yeah. Okay. It was completely off. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, because he's maybe he's an idiot. Yes. Yeah. And, and I apparently and need glasses. Also, when he knocked himself out down at the caves, I actually laughed out loud. The only part that I Please. legitimately laughed out loud it was purely nostalgia. Was oh, how's my baby dude doing? Oh, fine. <laughs> I don't know why I like that line. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, and that, and of course, this movie has the best montage song. Oh, yes, this yes. side of Karate Kid. <laughs> Doesn't even make sense. Oh. <laughs> I mean, that's what, what makes it so good. 
What does he say? He says, it looks like you think, check out the poon flick, man. <laughs> mm. <laughs> That's what I thought he said. <laughs> That's check so. out the poon flick, man. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually a lot more of this movie than you think. Oh, this movie's not for kids. <clears throat> not at all. Not I would, I'm glad part. I did not. Every once in a while, I forgot Flicks will watch something like we did Ernest Saves Christmas or whatever. Oh, okay, I watch it with my kids. And then there's those ones where I'm like, you know, I have this since I'm going to have to explain a lot of crap that I don't feel like explaining. Uh, this no, is no, one of those. You got a lot of explaining to yeah, do. I really, yeah, just the, Daddy, what's that? What's that munchie doing in the bag? Lord. Lucy, you got a lot of explaining to do. Oh, oh my God. So, gentlemen, <clears throat> since we've already established how we really feel about munchies. Oh, that's what we're doing? I believe we are. <laughs> oh, I we were, we're, we're actually was, talking about munchies in this episode, Daryl. Oh. Yeah, this is our munchies episode. I've literally been wanting to do a munchies episode since I started doing Forgotten Flicks. Oh. The I important was, thing I, to remember is... <laughs> oh, oh I, I have, my list is actually, I think, the worst. Because I have Munchies, I have Morgan Stewart's Coming Home, which actually is an Alan Smithy movie starring John Cryer. Uh, oh, I, yeah. I, I had a couple. I, I remember going through going, I realize everybody who has to record these with me is going to hate me. But I've always well, wanted to... You know, uh, what, what else is on the list? Oh, we can do that offline. Yeah. Just want revenge. <laughs> so, so I guess that's the question. Speaking of revenge, I, I do want to before we wrap this bad boy up. I want to say, I believe I did the math, relatively speaking, because I tend to suck at math. But I did the math. I think this is going to be our last quote unquote regular episode of Forgotten Flicks, because uh, this by the time this one comes out, there may be there may be one week with nothing. <gasps> Dun, dun, dun. So, Preparation. I know. So I think this one comes out on 23rd of September. And I think I don't at the moment have anything allotted for September 30th. Now, one might say, well, why don't you just record something dope? Well, that's because I'm spending virtually every single recording day that I've got in September to record the stuff for Spooky Flicks Fest. That being said, <laughs> there may be one opening in there. And if need be, then we can record at least one more thing. But. My point being is that pretty much we're gearing up to do the Spooky Flicks Fest. This year, it's not going to be nearly as robust <laughs> as last year. Sort of ironic. I thought leaving the day job would have made it to where I could have pretty much just done nothing but record shows for every day of the month. And I was like, no, yeah, no, well, not some reason, no. Real I, life. Yeah. Yeah, it really does. All the time. It really does. But there'll be at least at least seven episodes that I'm planning and full. I'm intending them to be full. So we're going to cover some, uh, mostly it's going to be horror stuff. And the other thing is I think all the movies have some connection directly to Halloween, not just the movie Halloween, but the actual holiday. Like either they have, that's a, I have to watch space and waiters. Spoiler alert. Just just, just to watch something. Yeah. Just to, yeah, because you know, if you're sitting around, you're going to watch space invaders. That's another one that was on my list from the geek. (laughs) That's probably not going to hold up very well, but that's okay. Yeah. I don't remember much from it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have a feeling. Oh, well. It so, had an alien. It had aliens, well, much yeah. like Munchies did. Yes. <laughs> so, yes, there, there, I believe I'll just say we're, we're doing The Changeling, mid, The Midnight Hour, the 1980s TV movie I've never seen, but mm. Peter 
turned me on to it. Uh, my buddy Doug, who's going to join us, and I think Jesse is going to join us for that one. Changeling, I the moments so I'm, I'm going to say all these people and things are going to change. So I'm not going to say everybody who's going to be in all the episodes because otherwise, then something will happen and people can't do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <clears throat> but I know we're doing the Changeling, uh, Silver Bullet, mm-hmm. Once Bitten, with Jim Carrey, so yep. his first starring role, yeah. uh, Spaced mm-hmm. Invaders, and Night of the Demons with Linnea Quigley, mm-hmm. and uh, for the Final episode the uh, of the Spooky Flicks Fest. We're going to do Halloween three, season of the witch. So, yes. Yeah, so there'll be various people joining us. Daryl and Peter will be popping in. Popping. Halloween, Halloween. Yeah, I, I love that. Halloween, yes. yeah. Halloween silver, silver shamrock. So I just got Tom Atkins. Come on, my head hurts now. <laughs> <laughs> That's the rum, Daryl. Oh. So yeah, so we got Spooky Flicks Fest coming up. Looking forward to that, gentlemen. Do either of you have a final word about uh, what movie we're doing today? This is um, what is this? Uh, damn, Daryl! If you if you wasn't so cute, I'd maze you. <laughs> Thanks for listening. And for even more retro movie goodness, be sure to subscribe on iTunes and feel free to leave a review. It helps more people find out about the show. And a special thanks to JV at YourSecretIdentity.com for all the fantastic music you've heard throughout this show. So swing on by ForgottenFlix.com where we've got great retro reviews, articles, games, tons of past podcast episodes and interviews, and more. He was the voice of Scooby-Doo and Scrappy-Doo Puppy Hour. You remember that on Saturday mornings? He was Fred on that. Oh, sadly. Hey! Are you knocking Scrappy? Are you knocking Scrappy? I'm knocking Scrappy every time. Super Friends? Munchie-Chi... 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 Saturday Super Cade. He was... Oh, Donkey Kong Jr.? Wow. Holy crap. Remember that lineup? That's when Menudo was on. Nice. The, du- the the Dukes, as in the Dukes of Hazard, they had a team. Yeah. I guess they had a cartoon for that. Yeah. I don't even, oh, Spider Man and His Amazing Friends, of which I've watched the entire series because it was on Netflix about eighteen times because my kids love it. Oh, I watched <laughs> it when I was a child. Yeah, actually, you know what's funny? I had no recollection of that at all. I do, and I and I watch. I actually kind of I kind of like it. I mean, it's not great, but it's. I was old enough to remember it all. <laughs> hey, hey, listen to me. Firestar, that's all I'm saying. All right, so. <laughs> yeah, Gremlins. And Lee would talk over it, too. <laughs> he was Spock's screams in Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock. Get out of here. They had someone different doing the screams. I guess. When he was on the planet, yeah. Oh, Lord. As Snorks. Man, I'm serious. Oh, oh, this, oh okay. I those I Snorks, those, yeah. those Smurfs. Hey, balls. hey, hey. My they science were. project, he was the voice of Aliens. Uh-huh. Remember my science project? <laughs> yes, I yeah. do remember that. I do remember that. I mean, just Inspector Gadget. Yeah, I already said I was working that. two jobs at that time. Wuzzles. Remember Glow? And I don't mean the gorgeous lady of wrestling. Which oh, are, I was about to say, yeah, I remember everybody that. Everybody remembers that. No, but the the little, I think it was the Glow Worm. Remember that? Man. And they have oh, us. Oh, Glow Worm? I'm guessing. It says the Glow Friends Save Christmas, and it's G-L-O. And it looks like Glow Worms when I click the picture, so... 
And this was the uh, this is eighty five. So that'd have been around Dungeons and Dragons. That cartoon, the, the Saturday oh, morning. Hey, hey, hey good God! Were you pooping that all over my childhood? I haven't seen it just, since then. Just a quick question: Are we going to go through all his seven hundred credits? I kind of want to. Going to? I kind of. Okay. He said he wasn't, and then he started doing. I it. I kind of want GI Joe, the eighties GI Joe. Show you how much he hates. Torch, Wild, <laughs> Wild Bill. Oh man! He's trying to save it. Save what? <laughs> Okay, we're back up to Munchies. I'll stop now. No, keep going. Popeye and Son. Yeah, the the Transformers. He was Megatron! Shut your freaking mouth. I See, I feel like you're busting my balls now. <laughs> no, I'm Transformers. I love Transformers cartoons. Because you were hating on everything else. All right, Megatron Soundwave. <gasps> I didn't know that the same person did both. Yeah, it's Skywarp, Soundwave, and Megatron is who they have listed here. Yeah. Here. It may be more, but it has because it has a little ellipse. It has like a, a slash and an ellipse. So I don't know if there was more. The <laughs> wait, hold on, wait, wait. It says uh, Galvatron, Chrome Dome. So I don't know if that's Chrome Dome. I know that. Okay. That was from the movie. Yeah, that was all from the movie. Yeah. Um, he kind of redeemed himself there, didn't he? he? Did. You did. All right, he pulled it out. I didn't think you'd be able to. He, and, then, and then and then he played Cat Gut and Pound Puppies. <laughs> you know what? Now I'm done. <laughs> Uh, had me, and then now Ducktales. I, I didn't watch Ducktales. I was I was working. I was a man then. Pound puppies in the legend of Big Paul. No. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Okay, what? He played Dumbo and Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Nice. Caddyshack Two. He was the Gopher. Well, of course he was. Uh, who wasn't? <laughs> I, I wasn't. I wasn't the first. Okay, I mean, I'll stop. He was Spike in the Land Before Time. I don't remember that. Yeah, I, I, my kid. I, 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 it was a little after me, but it's still my kids watch it, so I've seen it. Yeah, I think I've seen the first and the second one. I don't know. I, I can't even count the times. Yeah. He was in a Hagar the Horrible TV short. I, I don't Damn. Talking about what is that from? There was a that's Blondie a, and Dagwood TV movie, and he played Dagwood. Oh no! He was Hefty Smurf. <laughs> Poet, Smurf, Poet Smurf and Peewit. I don't even know who the hell Peewit was. I don't know. He was in Beetle Bailey TV. I guess they did some TV movie for Beetle. I Bailey. remember Beetle Bailey. No, they did. Yeah, they cartoon. Was a cartoon. They yeah. did a cartoon. There are people listening. Yeah, right? I oh, love that many episodes. Gremlins Girl. 2, oh. The New Batch. He was Mohawk. I guess one of the little. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Damn, I love, I love, I love me some right, Beetle Bailey. Right. DuckTales, a TV show. Hmm? He was. I didn't. I was too old. What was he? What, what, what did he play in Ducktales? Uh, Big Time Beagle, Bubba the Cave Duck, Baggy Beagle, and some other ones, but they're not. It's doing the ellipse thing again to her. The uh, Alvin, okay. Alvin and the Chipmunks TV show. Okay. Okay. Hey, look. You know what? Screw both of you guys. Uh, he was. <laughs> he was uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two and four. The video four, the four is a video. Guess it's four turtles in time video game. I don't know. I remember the what video game. Hudson Hawk. He played Bunny the dog. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Damn dinosaurs. Remember the dinosaurs TV show? I did. What? Uh, yeah. With the with the little one. To the pup- mama. Yeah. Yeah. I love that show. He's animals vocal effects. I don't really. I guess he just did background. I don't know what that means. Uh, oh. <laughs> Real Ghostbusters, he played Slimer. Or something? Okay, I'm going to shut up now. Okay, so anyway, we've spent the last 40 minutes going. I'll probably have to edit that down. So if you're hearing this now, <laughs> I probably edited it down because I, well, I was listening back going, good God, man, no one cares about Monchi cheese. Except they do. 
Well, yeah, but what? What, what you said? Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. What? 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 It was what two. It said. It said two. I don't. The time one. I think one is just a video game. One. Yeah, two was Raz, Razar and Taka or Toka. Secret of the Use. So that's the movie. But yeah, yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja Turtles four was a video game. Yeah. Okay. Should we do the 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 yeah. Muppet the Babies? He was he was Kermit, Skeeter, and Beaker on Muppet Babies. Oh my God! He was nope. Skeeter. He was Skeeter and Scan Kermit, baby Skeeter. Kermit, and Beaker. Yeah, come on, really? Is it that hard? Darkwing Duck. He was on Darkwing Duck. Ah, oh. on what, what did he do there? Eek, Squeak, Archie. Biggity beak. I think he's making this thing up. No, oh. I'm being I'm being <laughs> serious, man. <laughs> The worst part is I'm just creating more work for myself. I'm going to have to edit all this. I like Darkwing Duck. Doll Man versus Demonic Toys. He was Baby Oopsie Daisy. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I have that one on my shelf, too. Baby Oopsie. Oopsie. (laughs) (laughs) So how's that rum going there, uh, Daryl? Oh, the rum is working well because these names are sounding (laughs) fun. You almost slipped into some sort of Caribbean... Dialect just then. You're like, eh, man, the room is helping me. Every time I hear that, all I remember is in living color. I had three job. Three job. When I was 40 year old, I had three job. I was the fry cook, the chef, the waiter, <laughs> the bouncer, the bouncer, the taxi cab driver. <laughs> you only, you're, you're 12 year old, you only have two job. Oh, that's great. So, so, yeah, so back to much. Do you realize we have literally, we are at the 51-minute mark, and I swear to God, we've only spent maybe half that time talking about munchies? That sounds about right. 